Welcome, everybody. Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors, Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hugging the Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. We're going to talk about the celebrity connection to cards and collecting. And top of mind right now is Taylor Swift and how she's clearly elevated the demand for at least Travis Kelsey. Maybe just Jason Kelsey, too. Yeah, I think Jason counts in that one, yes. And Patrick Mahomes, or his wife, anyway. What are you hearing about that, Rich? I posted I on good. Facebook, stop already with complaining about Taylor Swift. They showed photos of her for less than one total minute of the Chiefs-Ravens game. But because she's so famous, people don't want to hear that, oh, Taylor Swift, why are you focusing on her instead of just some random fan? She's famous. She had a big tour last year. Her boyfriend is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Positive publicity for the hobby. What can be wrong with that? First of all, the hobby does not orchestrate the cameramen or women (laughs) at the games when they're cutting away. I think people take offense if a celebrity is at the football game, if it's a conference finals. They might pan to that celebrity one time, maybe two times but not every play stoppage or every time Travis Kelsey catches 10 passes in the first half. It's a little overdone, but most celebrities they would feature in the crowd don't have 267 million Facebook followers or Instagram followers or whatever. In the 1990s, how often did the basketball networks show one gentleman by the name of Spike Lee sitting courtside at Knicks games? A heck of a lot. Some of the most entertaining things in the 90s were the Spike Lee, Reggie Miller trash-talking battles. Okay, but Spike Lee was a quasi-collector. He came to one of the Nationals. I met him there, and I wouldn't have recognized him but for what you said, that he was always on TV. But they didn't hit him every time something good or bad happened to the Knicks. They didn't cut away to Spike Lee. But you knew that he was there, and it wasn't considered a negative. It, It was cool, I think. But Spike Lee was on some cards, too. With his Mars Blackman thing, he's on a set with Michael Jordan. I would love to see a card company somehow come up with a dual relic card of Kelsey and Taylor Swift. But that's a different subject for a different day. I don't have a problem. Just like the Christy Brinkley subset back from 30 years ago. Anything that ties a a celebrity to collecting and the players, I, I, I think it's worth experimenting. And if it hits, then fine. So any kind of combo card that has a current player or even a past player and a popular culture figure, I have no problem with that. Maybe Fanatics can pull this off or maybe Panini, maybe Upper Deck in hockey. In fact, all the sports have done a little bit of this, but I'm saying really lean into it with combo autographs, combo relics. Our mutual friend, Mike Fruitman, one of your corporate sponsors, he posted in this thread that I was talking about how he has sold every Travis Kelsey card. We didn't ask him about Jason, but I'm going to assume he sold some Jason Kelsey cards too. Our mutual friend, Lori Goldberg, pointed out that the Kelsey brothers, oh, they're on the cover of People Magazine as we speak. If you're on the cover of People Magazine, you're an important cultural touchstone at this point. We talked about Ken Golden being on the uh, Joel Embiid card. What if you had a card that showed the Joker with Mike Fruitman in the background? Now, Mike Fruitman's a really big guy, but he looks like a shrimp next to Nikola Jokic. But Mike works the crowd at the Nuggets games. So there's some connection that makes it have some legitimacy. 
But I say, let's go for it and let's play it up. I would even make sure that Mr. Fruitman's name is included on the continuation line for those cards. Okay. Yeah, you, I, I was talked in incorrectly so by you for putting Kenny Golden on that. Oh, that's just my longtime friend. But also, what about Sam Fruitman, who was a ball boy for a long time for the Nuggets? Is he got a champ. By the way, Sam got a championship ring last year. I'm saying, again, there was tops total. But when I think of my kind of total, it includes announcers, it includes assistant coaches, it includes key employees of the team and stuff like that. And if you matched them up, if you put Luka with anybody for the Mavericks, if you put Jokic with anybody in the Nuggets organization, people would say, hey, that's cool. Back in the day, the minor league team sets put in a lot of the... They did it, even bad boys, yeah. And they had front office personnel, too, in some of the sets. Trust me, I've seen enough in the Topsy database. There are some interesting people who you never think would have cards to get cards in those sets. But having celebrities on cards, it goes back a long time. The bad one of it is when OJ in 94, his cards exploded in price because he was front page news every day. Now they're at pre-94 levels, if not below, because nobody wants him now. But when he was famous, his cards were sizzling. Is there a point where the card companies or the leagues or players associations can go too far? With Taylor Swift, it seems like they're really pushing it too much. And that is offensive to people. If it's net good for the hobby, I'm not totally against it. But it seems like there's a propriety or some appropriate level. I think people have the sensibility that maybe they've gone too far. This is a sports card collecting community, and and a lot of them like music, and a lot of them like Taylor Swift's music. But it's uh, that they've gone too far. Is that what? Well, I-, I disagree. When I worked for you, one of the things we always wanted to do was this wonderful term called the wider audience. We were always looking for ways to get to the wider audience. We never just wanted to have sports card collectors because that was a finite group. But if we could bring new people in. We were always in favor of it. For example, in Bob Euchre, there's an example. His 62 rookie parade card, when people tell me they're trying to finish their 62 set, that is almost always the last card, if not among the last five cards somebody needs for the set. Euchre hit, what, 199 for his career? But between the Miller beer ads, the fact he's still announcing at the age of 90, which is pretty amazing. He doesn't travel anymore, but he goes through the home games. He was the star of Mr. Belvedere for all those years, plus all those Tonight Show appearances. There is a lasting fame right now to Bob Euchre. There there would have been for John Madden, because he was the most ubiquitous announcer in football. Action Pact had the all Madden teams. So there were John Madden cards when he was an announcer. So there is something to be said for wider audience. Not everybody will stick with being a collector who is buying the Kelsey Brother cards right now. But if 10% of those people stick, We've added to our pool without really hurting anybody. I'm going beyond that, Rich. Broadening the audience, I totally agree. I, I believe in that, obviously, as you said. But there's also positive tone, and there's also the superstar orientation. And superstar orientation, Bob Euchre is a quote-unquote superstar in the public eye. He's a known figure. He's beloved, in, not just in Milwaukee and St. Louis and Philadelphia, but he's a comedian. Taylor Swift is a superstar. If Mike Kramer was around still, Pacific Trading Cards would be trying to do a Taylor Swift set with some concert used and autographs and things like that, with some cameos from other people. 
somebody creative would do that. The reason I'm hopeful now, uh, and, and I'll pick on fanatics because they're the ones in tight with the players associations in the old days were a little bit stingy in terms of allowing these other people into their set. They really wanted to feature their players. They didn't want non-association players because it was their set. But I think with fanatics, including them, it's going to be like, we can sell more cards of you guys if we include some of this other stuff. Mr. Rubin certainly knows a lot of musical artists. So he's got a little advantage to him. Music, it would be the, the simplest bridge. I think when we look back in five or 10 years, I think they're going to have a huge play in music. You're they, right. have enough, they may have enough marketing muscle to convince the public, I think erroneously, that anything they do is de facto rookie card. Even though they had some cards before, but they'll probably figure out a way to say that they weren't fully licensed or something like that. But there have been cards of a lot of the stars of music, but they were pro set or some other kind of thing. First really mainstream card. For a lot of these people, remember, that's the 90s for pro set. This is 30 years later. So if you're still making music 30 years later, you've probably been around for a while. But a lot of the musicians today, they've not been around for 30 years. They may not even be 33 years old. My point is, I think... The 10X, we're thinking they're going to be 10X baseball card collectors. I'm thinking the 10X is going to come from international, from broadening the audience. I think it's going to be a lot of stuff that is not sports. I can't disagree with you on that. Fanatics has a better path to the wider audience than any other card company. But you're hearing the negativity and you're trying to quash it, except that it's an expression of contaminating or bringing in impure elements into the hobby mix that we want to keep it pure. We just want the way it always was. Is that what they're saying? One of the people who commented on my Facebook thread was our friend Lori Goldberg, who is as good with PR as anybody, and she has multimedia experience, and she has sports card experience. Exactly. Can't get a better mix than she got it immediately. I think you're right, too. 100% of the people don't think this is a good thing. So what, what are the naysayers saying? Is there any merit to what they're saying, or are they just cranky? I think it's a little bit of a mix. Frankly, some of them don't always like her politics. She is left of center. I think for some people, they're threatened by her. She's an independent woman. She's living her best life. She does a three-hour concert. I am not a Swifty. I'm not paying the insane money to go to her concert. But I am impressed by how hard she has to work to put on that three-hour concert. If you see some of these entertainers and you really pay attention, you realize just how good a physical shape they're in just to sing for an hour. It's not easy. You're saying this is a superstar performer at the top of her game who's like the Michael Jordan or the Shohei Otani or beyond that within her space. Yes. It's part of the fear we've seen in the last few years, the incredible rise of Pokemon and TCGs in general that perhaps are siphoning away some of the interest in in sports cards. And so if you take non-sport, heavy on the music and other kinds of pop culture things, then is it possible that growth in music cards led by Taylor Swift and others like that, who have a commanding, huge draw, it will cut into and draw from the sports card community. You know what? I'll take my chances because not everybody's a sports fan. Not everybody's got the collecting gene. Not everybody is a entertainment card person, but I'll take my chances if I can just move a small percent of them over from entertainment cards to sports cards. 
because a lot of those people might not even collect sports cards. I, I, I do think that as TCGs increase, and I think they will, as music cards and other celebrity and non-sport and entertainment cards increase, and I think that will too, those could actually go up 10x from a few years ago because they had a smaller base. Sports cards, what if sports cards merely double? That's why uh, Travis and Taylor, the fact they're a couple, and it, it makes for a combo. And uh, I just think that broad appeal like that to appeal to both. And if they inject more of that into the sets, like you said, let's worry about after the smoke clears, we'll see how many true collectors are still standing. But I really believe once a collector, always a collector, you might collect some other stuff too. But if you don't love baseball, then you're probably not going to collect baseball. If you do love baseball, you might love music too. And if you love music more than baseball, if baseball's second, you're going to collect both. Can I throw the ultimate card fantasy out at you? The Chiefs win. Taylor makes the game. She does have a long flight to get from Tokyo to Las Vegas, but she's going to have time to even recover. At the end of the game, she comes down. Travis has the, the Chiefs win. You have to have the Chiefs win to do this. In 2018, when the Astros won the World Series, Carlos Correa proposed to his girlfriend. During the victory celebration on national TV. Now, the ultimate fantasy, and the card companies can run with this Chiefs win. So, if you think the NFL is scripted, we'll let the Chiefs win. And at the end of the game, Travis proposes to Taylor, and you get a photo of it. You run it as a Tops Now or a Panini Instant card. You can't really stop that one. It's a public, you talked a little while ago. The reason you liked when you were on Hobby Hotline, the Shohei striking out Mike Trout card was because it was not a scripted card. It was an event that happened. And the next day you run a Topps Now card or a Panini Instant card. Or that, that happens, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. There needs to be a story, a narrative. The stories of the hobby, John Newman says the hobby is the people, but the hobby is the stories too. The stories involve the people, the heroes and the people that you know and love. Rich, we will see if your prophecy comes to pass with uh, Travis and uh, Taylor. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see if the drama off the field uh, spills over into the after game festivities. The man in the house. 